going on? Welcome back to Christian Community. It's your boy, DNK. Thank you so yo, much yo. for tuning in. We've got a topic and a half to get started. We just watched something that triggered us Dude. so hard. Oh that really got the juices going, man. Got the juices going. We say we don't... What, what kind of things are we talking about today? Well, boom. Here we are. We should probably mm. make a list of topics that we say we should probably unpack in other oh. episodes and actually talk about some of them as well. We probably should. We probably should. I mean, we, we will. Uh, look, we will get around to it. I'm just going to write them down. Yeah, there's some, there's some saucy. So sa- much to talk sa- about. Saucy topics coming up. But uh, today we've just been triggered by something. And uh, we, we can't... We gons to talk about <laughs> We gons to talk about it. Yeah, and there's... Oh, it's so loaded, isn't it? So yeah. loaded. What's the topic today? Let's go. So... <laughs> How do you summarize it? How do I summarize it? Well, I had a bit of an idea. I, I, don't, I don't know why I threw that to you because I had a better idea. Is <laughs> yeah. The topic is, is Christianity supposed to be simple or complex? Or yep. better put, is faith supposed to be simple mm. or is it complex? Which is a really broad question, but the reason it's really broad yeah. is this video. Basically, to summarize what the video was, we might even put a link of it up later. Yeah, why not? Was asking a bunch of Christian people questions and they had to sort of sit stand in different areas of from strongly disagree to strongly agree that's right so they asked a whole bunch of questions that's why it's a really broad question what you said is faith complex or simple yeah the reason why i'm broad with it is that this video raised so many crazy questions man that's right. oh my that's goodness that's exactly right and look I'm, look what we're looking at here is group of christians that don't actually believe the same things about a particular question Right. Mm-hmm. So the title of the video is titled, Do All Christians Think the Same on Various Questions in Life? Mm. I mean, I kind of knew that mm-hmm. going into this video, people will stand on different, you know, that, that we don't always agree on, on yeah. the same things. Reality is like even at a church that teaches the same doctrine, mm. you'll always get people who agree and disagree on what, what I call primary gospel issues, mm. which is where I believe people who are Christian, who call themselves Christian, yeah. all believe the same thing. Mm. And then secondary gospel matters. Exactly right. But there's still a division between what's primary and secondary as well. That is also true. That, that's, another, <laughs> that's another huge thing. But the point is, and I guess the listeners would probably better relate with us if we raise some of these interesting questions like, you know, our view on homosexuality, our view on relationships. Mm. Can we date non-Christians? Are we all going to heaven? Mm. Are some of us going to hell? I mean, some of the questions we heard was, "Do are we all loved equally by God? You know, mm. some of these really interesting questions. But what all of these questioning leads me to believe is that faith is enormously complex mm-hmm. in the way we have adopted it. I think the intention mm. was simple. So you're kind of saying that you do think that faith, faith is complex. I do, I do think it's complex. And I think mm. God has a pretty big work cut out for him in judging us. Mm. But that's what I think. Interesting. That's okay. just what I think, right? Yep. And and God, to God, it might just be really simple and he might have, you know, his, his way of doing things. Hence why I'd say we all worship him. Mm. But I do also find that there are some people out there who are just absolutely delusional mm. in a sense that not from a judgmental perspective. It's funny because some people are going to listen to me and say, oh, you are being judgmental and you're just saying that you're not being judgmental, <laughs> right? Which is... Well, I, I can't unify how everyone thinks about what I say. Jesus didn't even do that. What makes you think I could? The point is, if I hear somebody that is a Christian and they tell me that they're a Christian and they clearly believe in things that I know are wrong, 
I think it needs to at least be addressed. And the people who are joining the camp of Christianity should be ready to be rebuked or be challenged on some of the things that they say. Be challenged on everything. Yeah, exactly right. But I guess we got to be careful about not sounding way too Mm self-righteous, but always finding the source of our information from, from Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Because that's, that's the difference is like we want to sound more like Jesus. We don't want to sound more like the Pharisees. But Jesus also calls us to be righteous. Mm. He calls our righteousness to be far greater than that of mm. the Pharisees. Mm. You know, this was a little bit broader as well. You know, I've been reading through Luke at the moment. I'm preaching on it actually in a couple of weeks' time. So I'm reading some commentaries on it. And when Jesus is talking on the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew's got a depiction of it and Luke's got a depiction of it. Long story short, Matthew's is much longer and Luke's is much shorter. It's a bit more of a summary. But there's actually debate out there about whether uh, I think the Matthean Beatitudes is talking more from a point of grace or a point of law. Do you understand what kind of difference between the two? Yeah. Yeah. And so there's people out there who think it's more from a, a point of law and then there's some theologians out there who think it's more from a point of, of grace. So there's issues within, within that as well where, where people will have deferring outcomes on what they think, you know, Jesus' teaching was on. Yeah. But ultimately, there's there's an element of, you know, righteousness that we do need to seek out. Mm. And fundamentally, there has to be something that is central and the same for Christians worldwide. Mm. That... As human beings, we will challenge that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you get, that's why we have like 30,000 different denominations. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah. There's just how many non Christians do you know that go, bro, why is there so many denominations making no sense? Yeah. And you're like, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> there's only going to be one church in, in heaven anyway. Yeah. But as humans, we, we disagree on silly things, like small things, you know, that shouldn't really matter. Yeah. But there is actually that primary stuff that we kind of disagree on. And that's what, you know, one of the questions in this video was, what was it? Is, is okay, well, d- like, play, put man. it back in again. Like, Something you know, about heaven. We. Oh, so the, the question was, if you died today, yeah. are you sure that you'll be going to heaven? Yeah, 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 yo. And there was actually people on that who disagreed. Yeah. And that's what, man, I was like, I was I was full going, going off just then before. I was like, bro, I don't understand. How, how can you be a Christian mm. and think you won't go to heaven? Yeah. Is that a lack of understanding of faith or is that a lack of faith? What do you think? God. <laughs> do you have to understand faith to have it? Yes. How, explain faith. <laughs> <laughs> Just explain faith in 10 seconds. Go. I think there's an element of, like, in a sense, blind faith that comes from a lack of head understanding. Mm. And that's what faith is, is, you know, the whole idea of a leap of faith. Mm. But to ultimately have that leap of faith, mm. there has to be a grounding in it, you know. For you to jump, let's just say you jump in from one building to the other, like the classic leap of faith. Yeah. There would have to be an understanding that there is a possibility that jump from here to the other side, mm. that I can make it, mm. do you mean? Mm. And that jumping is the answer to that. Yeah. If there wasn't, if it was just like, oh, just walk across and literally just walk. Yeah. You know, that's not, you've yeah. got to jump. Yeah. You've got to leap. Yeah. So that understanding has got to come from a base foundation. Mm. So for me, in a sense, I think with faith, there has to be a base understanding of knowing Jesus yeah. and knowing he died 
on a cross and he rose again. Yeah. Because even non-believers, uh, even like Muslims, Hindus and stuff like that will say like, yeah, you know, your Bible says Jesus died and he rose again. Mm. But we disagree with that. Mm. That understanding as a Christian mm. has to be there. Mm. So therefore for me is if there is that understanding, then there is faith. Yeah. I, I think even the formation of that understanding of faith, right? Mm. Even the one that you've just construed, I think God gave you that mm-hmm. in a way that was so well matched and appropriated for your upbringing and your circumstances. Now we're analyzing what God does for individual people and based around their surroundings and what actually happens. I do believe that God meets people in their own individual ways. Mm-hmm. One thing that was very certain for me about this video was that everyone in this video, the people, the, the, the subjects, they were all broken people. Mm-hmm. They, none of them could elaborate the love of Jesus Christ exactly. Mm-hmm. And not to mention love of Jesus Christ isn't something that's elaborated. Mm. It's shown. It's done. That's what it ought to be. Now, one of the most divided answer to the questions that were asked in this video was, can you date a non-Christian? Right? Yeah. And there was literally three, there were six people in the video. Mm. Three people stood strongly disagree. Three people stood strongly agree. Now, there were some of the things that people said that made me believe or made me, made me think that, oh, maybe they don't really understand some parts of the Bible, right? Mm. And you know what? People who then disagree with me could then say to me, oh, maybe there's some bits that this guy doesn't understand mm. about the Bible as mm. well. There's just no way for us to know how much somebody understands the Bible because there, it's, there's not, it's not like there's an exam or anything. Right? There's no there's no standardized test. And that's yeah. not why faith, that's not what Christianity is about. Mm. But what I look at in, in that overall sense is that, hey, we're, we're all extremely broken. Mm-hmm. That, yes, whilst we might suggest this is our viewpoint about something, we ought to have humility mm-hmm. in that. But that's hard because they go, hey, Christians, you guys are so sure about what you do. That you're so sure that you're going into heaven. You're so sure that your God is the only God, right? And that's why people take offense to the fact that if we say, hey, Jesus is the only way, the only truth, and the only life, Mm. right? One way Jesus. Mm. People say, well, that's extremely offensive to other people. That's what people claim. How could you be so confident? Well, we got to be humble in our righteousness as well, but we got to at the same time be confident. And I find that extremely difficult. Mm. How can we be so sure about what we do, but still remain humble in that? Because Jesus did that, man. That's what we got to do. Share with me how Jesus did that. Do you think Jesus went to the people around him and said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, but also there's other ways to come to God? No, he, he didn't say that. What did he say? I am the way, the truth, and life. No one comes to the Father except through me. That's it. Full through stop. Through me. Full yeah. stop. Bang. He was in the in the synagogue. He opened up Isaiah mm. and he said, "Today I fulfill this promise." And he went and sat down like a boss man. Yeah, that's the most boss move in the Bible. Yeah, is when Jesus like unrolled that scroll. Exactly. Read Isaiah mm. and said, "Today that promise is fulfilled in me." And he went and sat down. And he was silent, but Jesus was bold in that, and that's where yes, actually. If we really believe this, we are going to be confrontational. Yeah. And, you know, listeners out there and me and Kay as well, if we believe in the gospel, Mm. we are going to be confrontational about it because Mm. you're literally telling someone you can only come to know God through Jesus and there's no other way. And the alternative to that is eternal damnation. Yeah. 
you know, I find that really challenging as well, like yeah. UK. But I am not going to shy away from the fact that that is true because yeah. if I do, yeah. then if I play that into my own life, uh-huh. I need to realize that I am eternally damned mm. without the blood of Christ mm. taking my sins and him rising and, and defeating death. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean? Well, in an alternative scenario in interpreting this video is that out of those six people, one of the possibility is that some of these people might actually have no idea. Potentially. And that's yeah, where potentially coming back to what you were saying before as well. Like I, I agree with you. I think what I loved about this video is actually everyone really like really was quite uh, humble in the way they they answered each other. Yes. You know what I mean? Like no one got snarky. No one got really angry and agitated. It was actually a fantastic discussion. Yeah. Even if people completely disagreed and you could see that they did. Mm. But I love the way, the way that they, like props to those guys, the way that they actually handled it was in, in humility to me. And that, that was actually encouraging to see. Oh, look, I agree. Yeah. I mean, and that's a huge step of it in itself. I'm not going to mm. lie. In a world that just constantly fights, the humanity yeah. that constantly damages each other, right? I'm sure our comments would be very, very col- colorful as well at some point mm. in time. I'm not sure if we would have any comments at this stage, but you know what? Like, it can get very, very colorful. The fact is there is antagonist behavior that is very inherent about humanity. Mm. And yes, that's already a movement of it in itself. But the point is, shouldn't we be striving for that oneness? Mm. shouldn't we be striving for that oneness in a sense that the division that we see in churches the division that we see in our belief system is becoming a laughing stock for people who don't believe do you think we can ever achieve that oneness we can't much like we can't achieve perfection right and that's one of the reasons why we groan for jesus second coming right so if we can't achieve that oneness then there isn't any point in getting hopped up upon it that's what i think I agree, but is there any, okay, well, all right, well, if we're sinful, mm. right, is there, and we're going to be sinful anyway, is there no reason for us to get hopped up on it or should we fight it out? Yeah. And and look, I think a civil discussion is a great start mm. and it's one that's approved by the society and, you know, and, mm. and maybe the Bible as well. It said, you know, with the brothers and sisters, you know, be civil. You yep. know, don't fight, don't hate your brothers and sisters. When mm. you do, you commit murder against them. But I just felt as though, what has Christianity come to? Let's reflect on that a bit as well. What has Christianity yep. come to that anyone can just call themselves a Christian and that's it? Yeah, that's that's where the issue is as well. Like the thing, the problem that this video has is it, it doesn't get to really delve into each individual's I'll, I'll, reasons I'll, why I'll, they believe I'll that. Just, I'll just openly say it. I think the problem with this video is that it assumes that all six people of all six of these people are Christians, right? Just based yep. on their self proclamation. Yeah. Now, I think I, I do believe Jesus is for all. And that everyone should come to it. But the thing is, let's bring a humble heart with it. And that's extremely a difficult thing to ask because mm-hmm. we're not inherently humble. Mm-hmm. We're not inherently humble. And we are being asked to approach, approach something with humility. Mm-hmm. It's just so counter being, counter cultural to our being, mm-hmm. right? In its oven in itself. Yeah. I mean, I'm guessing we'll probably do some podcasts on some of the topics that were actually raised. Yeah, for but sure. if we're looking at, if you're looking at faith overall, yeah. Yes, these people individually have different ideas. Is it my call to see whether they're saved or not? Although that's where my mind often jumps to. Yeah. When I see another Christian person, right? Do you ever feel this when you're like other with you know when you're with other Christian people mm. and 
you wonder if the way you're behaving or the things that you're talking about is being well received by others mm. because you also thought and you stood there and listened to your friend who says they're a Christian talk and you go, mm, is that right or wrong? You know, there are some good elements and bad elements with that depending on where your heart is. Yep. Regardless, these people are all on a journey that if you proclaim something today, which is wrong, then you've got another opportunity during your relationship with Jesus into the future that's going to, where that's going to be adjusted. Hmm. So because, and I think being a Christian is, is literally that journey. Yeah. Have we not failed as Christians that are, I guess, you and I are what you would probably call socially more accepted Christians, right? We are heterosexual male. We have jobs. We do things that are reasonably well accepted. We don't drink or smoke or get, we don't, we don't lit ourselves up, you know, like, you know, over the weekend or anything <laughs> like that. We, you know, we don't get laid on a regular basis. Like, you know, we don't, we don't do that mm. as single men, of course. Yeah. Mm. Right. You know, if we were married, you would, you would <laughs> oh, definitely want to be laid. Maybe as a must. Story. Yeah. That's completely fine. <laughs> heck yeah. Uh, with your wife for that is <laughs> yeah. right. Not, hashtag not. Hashtag heck yeah. Oh, yeah. Hashtag heck yeah. <laughs> Hashtag heck yeah, Jesus. Yeah, any uh, married couples, like, you know, after you're uh, yeah. having a fun time with your partner, you yeah. just say hashtag heck yeah. Heck yeah, that's it. That's it. Heck <laughs> yeah. by K. That's it. <laughs> Yo, but but we're, we're pretty acceptable. But, you know, let's let's face it. There are people who love alcohol, right, that struggles with that. They will often fail. Mm-hmm. And it's just part of the journey, Yeah. right? There are people who would be addicted to lust and, mm-hmm. you know, have weakness towards sex. And that's part of their journey with mm-hmm. God. There will be people who are who have weaknesses towards finances gossiping greed anything so simple all of these things and i think that just really plays a bit of a level playing field for sin and i know people are going to disagree with me on that as well it's like oh no like not all sin is the same you know how can you say doing a is is anywhere near as bad as doing b right Mm. anything that puts anyone else's agenda before god's hashtag sin like that's it so even if you are doing something good that you think is good to god but Mm. if you're doing it for your own self guess what you can be sitting in a church yeah yeah so i mean that's that's the rule that i apply Mm. and everything else is just a sin yeah everything else is anything that just just departs away from jesus is a sin i therefore am guilty of sin for a lot of things that i do Mm -hmm. i do make things often about myself so the point is all of these guys they will have their journey with God. Yeah, they've all got their own journey. Exactly yep. right. And I don't think the judgment is the right way. Mm-hmm. But if you see a Christian friend that says, yo, like, this is what I think, and mm-hmm. you think that is wrong, not think, but you know that is wrong based on yep. you know information, yep. then I think you need to go and address that. Now, how do you address something like this? Mm-hmm. Isn't to just go up to that person and say, hey, you're wrong. Yeah. You're yeah. stupid. Yep. You're going to hell. Like That's mm. not how you approach it. But rather, you build a relationship with that person. And that's what I was going to say before. Mm. Whereas, like, we, we can't really do that because we're not having a relationship with these people. The reality is, like, how do you actually figure out where these people's hearts are at? Yeah. Is not in a, how long is that, 10-minute video. YouTube video. Yeah. So for them to actually to delve in further, like, you've actually got to go into some of these people's, you know, lives and stuff. So one of them was mentioned that she was queer, Queer, I think. yeah. You know, there's a whole conversation that isn't had in this video. Mm. And then the next one was, I think, is it okay for you to, to date a non-Christian? And, like, there's a whole conversation as to why she believes that, yeah. that we're not hearing. We're just hearing her defend her point of view. Yeah. Now, if we take the video out and we, we go back into their lives, and I forgot what her name is, but let's just call her Kate. Mm. You know, if we actually go into Kate, why does she believe that? Yeah. 
Because every single person, like even you, okay, is going to have certain reasons why you believe certain things. Yeah. And if you delve into those, that's where you can actually start to challenge some of your thoughts. Yeah. And that's what for me, the, the most important thing about all of these things is like you were saying is the relationship. You know, us actually being accountable with one another mm. in our lives is how we can actually have people challenge our thought processes. If I just get angry at you because you disagree with something I, I believe in, you know, I'm being an idiot if I don't actually hear what you're thinking. Mm. But I'm also an idiot if I just say, oh, I agree with you too. If you told me that Jesus didn't rise on the third day, he rose on the second day and everything about the Bible was wrong. And you really believe that. You still believe that Jesus rose, but he rose on the second day. I'd, I'd listen to that, but I wouldn't believe it. And I would also need to be able to stand firm in, in my truth. Mm. So there's going to be times where, yes, I actually will completely disagree with someone mm. to the point where we'd walk away and we might not you know, believe in the same thing. Yeah. But I actually want to approach that with a level of belief and trust that I have in God that I don't want to be swayed by anyone. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's what I actually, you know, props to you, man. I, I love the fact that you you were pretty like, you know, kind of black and white in life sometimes. Like you can really just say what you think. Mm. I kind of find it hard sometimes to do. But I love the way that you do it because you, you're you like, no, this is this is a way. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you don't muck about, man. You'd yeah. be like, yo, this is, this is happening. Yeah. You know, if somebody's got a crap haircut, you'd be like, no. Nah, you got a crap haircut. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, go go not, check it. Go check out my hair. Yeah. My my <laughs> Come my barber. My barber. Yeah. You know, you know what that man. Kay's, Kay's a lovely guy. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like I like I actually love that because the truth is, man, you your faith. You you got to have that, man. You got to fight for that. Mm. You can't just be like with every person. Like oh no, actually, you know what? You believe you, and you believe you. It's like no, nah, man. That's not how we're supposed to do life, really. And we can completely disagree with people to the point where they hate us, and they disagree with you. And they think you're bigoted. Mm. I th- honestly, sometimes I think like tough luck. The way you approach it, if you approach it in humility, you're still going to have people hate you, man. Mm. That's the Bible. Like Jesus had people hate him. Yeah. And reality is like, I, I, it's actually, if I don't have anyone hate me for my belief. Yeah. My question then is like, am I actually believing? Exactly right. I mean, they say, um, you know, you know, Penn and Teller, you know, those guys that do the ma- magic shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So one of them said that if you don't proselytize, I have no respect for you as a mm. believer of anything. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think we've both heard that from the same church. Yeah. Our pastor always talks about that. Do you know passage. what his example was? What? The dudes was like, if you knew that there was a truck, truck coming bus, downhill yeah, yeah, yeah. and there was someone standing there yeah. and you really believe that like that truck is going to kill, kill you. Yeah. Then you, why aren't you not? pushing that person out of the way yeah and if you're standing out the way because you know it's going to go like yeah. the bus is going to come mind your way. you this guy is an atheist as well mm. yeah yeah he's, he he's a devout atheist Devout atheist. yeah yeah and he said that man. yeah and That's i and crazy. i really respect that you know respect him for saying that yeah now like another analogy that i use and something that i came up with is is let's say like i, I like talking about money i like business right i like talking about money i like business mm. i like i like finances and if i had something that i knew was going to make money and it was going to do really really well mm-hmm. I would then be stupid not to tell my friends about it and say, "Hey, look, I've got. Let's say, let's say there's a stock that's that. And after my analysis, I was very sure about the fact that it was going to go up, mm. and based on my winnings and my skill, that it was a it was an appropriate recommendation. So I go to my friend and I tell, "Hey, if you invest in this company, you're going to do really well. Mm. Or if I if I believed that and I was very very much convicted and I just knew it, based on my experience and knowledge, mm. which let's assume for this sake is good." <laughs> 
It's very good. It's, it's also very, very nice. nice. <laughs> then I would I would have to then be stupid or I would really question my love for my friends if I didn't tell them about it. Yeah, for sure. Provided that my friends wanted to be rich and yeah. be comfortable as well, which and is most of my friends. Provided you have friends as well. Yeah, provided that I have friends as well. <laughs> provided that I have more than zero friends. <laughs> and so and so I, I would be stupid not to tell them about it. Or I would, I would question my relationship with that person to tell them about it. Now, here's the interesting part. Now, what if I went up to a completely random person mm. and I said, yo, I've got this stock and it's going to do really well. And I'm very yeah. convinced based on my very good knowledge that this is going to happen. They're going to think I'm freaking crazy. Yeah. You know why? Because mm. I don't have a relationship with that person. Mm. 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 So you need, you need a foundation. Now, I just want to, I just want to tell, and, and you know what? Even that relationship can be polluted by culture. Mm-hmm. That many, many generations and iterations of this, these relationships could actually pollute a, a, a very pure idea mm. and good standing with the understanding of the Bible and then the belief that Jesus wants you to have mm. can be polluted with the, with the secular concepts and just the construct of society as you, we you move along as well. Like that. That's kind of how cults probably somewhat... Yes, but also just in odd ways, even good standing churches can actually be polluted by, you know, things, you know, things like that. But that's why we keep coming back to scripture, which mm. is never changing. Yeah. And, you know, you know what's funny? Because there'll be crazy people out there that would even disagree with me that, that the scripture doesn't change, you mm. know. Yeah. I mean, there's only so much I can Can't address in everyone, a, man. you know, like there's only so much I can, you know, address in a bloody podcast. But yeah. anyway, that's why we just keep coming back to that text, to, to the actual center that is Jesus Christ. And by having these relationships, though, is where you're going to have the opportunities to then address and rebuke. For sure. Yeah. And learn how to do that in a civilized way. Mm-hmm. Yes, we may hurt other people. Not we may. We will definitely hurt other people mm-hmm. in the process. Yeah. Even if we do it in the most correct way, it can be misunderstood. Jesus yeah. have done everything in the correct way, mm-hmm. which you'll probably get disagreed on as well. Yeah. But, you know, screw that. The point is Jesus, who did everything in the most perfect way, is misunderstood at the same time Mm. so having said that it is an incredible challenge and it is an incredible risk Mm. to our own selves Mm. yes for what we believe in we may be heard Mm. crazy right yeah can't believe that is a crazy concept when we call ourselves christian at the same Mm. time there are some things that just we need to be reminded of and be relational about Mm. i think one way we can be even relational to these people that we saw in the video is for us to pray for them Mm. Could that be one way we can be relational about these people? Yeah, yes, it is. Could. The the very basis of relational factors is prayer mm. and spending time with them, you know, doing life with them. Mm. What I want to encourage people to do is really just really look out for your church members. If somebody thinks something different mm. in, in the church group and you know that they're wrong, like don't shun them. Yeah. Actually build a relationship with that person. Mm. We had we mentioned somebody. Just before we started this podcast, you know, be saying, hey, look, what do we think about this person? You know, what do we think about, you know, what they believe in? Yeah. You know, this person believes this this other thing. Mm. Then what we need to do is we need to actually be relational with that person mm-hmm. so that we can then speak faith and belief into them. Yeah. Provided sure. that we are convicted. Now, there's mm-hmm. another distinction that I want to make here as well. We can believe in something out of our own self-righteousness or out of conviction. Right. In that there could be someone that says Jesus is the only way, the truth, and the life to tick everybody off, mm-hmm. thinking that like they are the main men. Hear me out. But there's another person that would say that out of just true conviction that this is this is the truth and they've genuinely experienced it changed their lives. Uh-huh. I think we ought to be the latter. Yeah. Yeah. Because 
nobody likes a know-it-all. Mm. Really, they don't. Mm. So how do we then live a convicted life, convicted Christian community? How do we live a convicted you subscribe, life, yo? You subscribe and like, follow a convicted Christian. That, that's exactly right. No, we want you to subscribe to Jesus. That's what we want. But most... <laughs> What a wonderful, Not a shameless plug, what a no. wonderful plug. What, what shameless? I, I, I feel no shame in that. No way. But the point is, we need to be convicted. Mm. You know, like you always mention this thing about you know head knowledge and heart knowledge, right? But seriously, if you do life as a Christian, mm-hmm. like it matters to you. Like the fact that Jesus died for you on the cross actually matters to you. And you know, we fall short of that all the time. We're not saying to everybody, people at convicted Christian community is a club of people that does that every day. Mm. But it is a club of people who wants to be encouraged to do strive. that every day. Exactly. Yeah, strive strive for that. that and and I'm doing that to you yeah. and you're doing that to me. Mm. That's what conversations are. That's what relationships are. Mm. That's exactly wanna, it. Exactly. Right. And I just want to encourage everyone to live a life of conviction mm. that you are reduce the tears when you think about the death that Jesus died on the cross for your sins, mm-hmm. right? And just really relate with that. I know what I utter here in this sentence could be something that sounds like something I've read out of a book or something like that, but it's not. Because once it stops being a page out of the book, mm-hmm. it becomes your life. Mm-hmm. That for somebody so inadequate as yourself, that Jesus died on the cross for you and says, I love you. Yes, you could be queer, you could be an alcoholic, you could be watching porn every day and you could just be the worst human being in the world. Mm. But the thing is, Jesus says, hey, I love you. Mm. And you got to recognize that. And you know what? Maybe someday, maybe along the way, that that love and that relationship that you share with Jesus Christ is going to be transforming your life. Mm. And might be even greater than those things that you you see Mm. in this world. Exactly right. Might be greater than how horrific your life may seem. And it might be greater than, let's put it this, this other way, it might be greater than how good your life is. Mm. What do you think is good in your life? That you have a good-looking husband or a good-looking wife and you have a lot of money and you've done everything right in your life and you're getting good grades and your parents love you. Mm. It might be greater than that even. Yeah. Right. So, and you know what? We need to communicate this relation because God works through his people. Definitely. I've, I've felt that from you. Mm-hmm. I felt that from my church, the people that are good, you know, the people that I do my Bible study with. Mm-hmm. I see it and I feel it and, and I live it. That's that's the whole idea. And mm-hmm. when I don't is when I feel far away from God. And when I don't is when I feel like I'm alone, mm-hmm. that I'm yeah. inadequate, that I feel guilty. Yeah. And that's the scariest thing. I feel when, broken. Yeah. When we try to do life by ourselves and yeah. we end up getting caught up in our sins and like it, that mindset just like takes over for us. Exactly. But that's yeah, it's that that head knowledge, heart knowledge. The heart heart is is essentially how you live it out, mm. and that's that's the nail on the head, man. Yeah. Is really like how you live out your life influences those around you mm. and has an impact. And you may not always do it, you know, the best. Mm. You might not always do it right. Mm. But that's the pursuit of the Christian life is. You know, believing in Jesus and having faith that he has overcome sin. Mm. You know, I know one day we live for that day Mm. when we go into his kingdom and we're in his presence. But until that day, man, he's going to strengthen us through his spirit daily. Absolutely. Absolutely. And in in trying to answer, is faith complex? Mm. Where do you sit on that now? I sit... In reality, it is complex. Mm. In reality, there is no lack of creativity when it comes to how we sin. Mm. Right? Mm. And I think 
trying to simplify our life to put Jesus and only Jesus at the center, right? I think is the key. Mm. The fact that faith is complex, I think is in some ways a sinful thing that we need to really distill it down to the grace that we receive from God to acceptance of Jesus dying for our sins and living a living our life of repentance. Mm. And I think if we reduce ourselves to that, then I think the goodness of our lives could be the more creative part than our sinfulness, mm. right? And for those people who are going through their faith in complex ways, and you know, I've, I've got some friends that I've talked with who I know have been very devoted in their lives and they go, you know what, I, you know, that faith is incredibly complex and my faith is going through some changes and it's, it's, it's interesting right now. I bid you patience in that time mm. and that you never let go of Jesus in that regard, that if you're in time of doubt or even times of just slightly different thinking to what is normal that, and that really gives you a bit of a, a disillusionment, just raise that up with Jesus. Mm. Just come before God every time you do it at the end of the day, it's not us that's going to change you. It's not mm. other Christians that's going to change you. It is part of it. Mm. But at the end of the day, it's going to be God yeah. that will design you and grow you mm. for good. Yeah. What kind of strikes me as we've sort of been talking through this is this song mm. called The Heart of Worship. Yeah. yeah. If you, do you remember yeah. the Luke story? I'll, I'll read it out. I just got it yeah, up here. I, I know how to worship. I think maybe you should sing Oh, no, 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 people don't want that. Yeah. (laughs) Trust me. Yeah. So it goes, when the music fades, all is stripped away Mm. and I simply come, I'll bring you more than a song for a song in itself. It's not what you have required. You search much deeper within through the way things appear. Yeah. You're looking into my heart. Mm. I'm coming back to the heart of worship Mm. and it's all about you. All about you, Jesus. I love that song, man. Mm. There's a particular like version of it by this group called Shane and Shane, mm. which is fantastic, man. Give it a listen later. Yeah. But essentially, that song. Every time I listen to it, it literally just takes takes me to Jesus. Mm. Yeah, the way I think of it is like you know when when like you see a show. Yeah. And then like the drapes sort of come come on, mm. and everything. The whole show is gone. Mm. That is kind of what I think of when I look at that, is that faith in it, all its complexity and life in all its complexity. Yeah. When I come back to this song, it literally just takes me back to mm. the heart of worship, which is yeah. Jesus. Mm-hmm. And it shapes my heart, shapes my mindset, mm. and helps me to actually just align my heart with yeah. God. And, and even in times where I've found it really difficult, it doesn't just take away the difficult situation. Mm. you know. And I want to really acknowledge that because some people are going through some pretty pretty tough times yeah but i find this song really helps me kind of align jesus in that and sustain sustain me thought yeah uh speaking of song lyrics yeah here's another good one and i don't know if how popular this song is or not but it's called broken prayers Mm. and it goes i've been taught how to talk to you hold it together make the bad look better say all the words that i'm supposed to bow my head say amen yeah that'll do making every dead end look like heaven like being okay is a way to reach you but you're not afraid of all the things I feel, so why am I afraid of being real? You want my tears, every messy word, every scar and every fear. You want all I have with no holding back. When I'm hurt at my worst, you meet me there because you see the beauty in my broken prayers, in my broken prayers. Mm, I mean, in addressing relational things as well, I just want to highlight that there might there is people out there that are broken and that feel sad and hurt because of the relationships from the church that they've gone through. Mm. At the end of the day, God still calls you to come back 
and your answer really is lies with with Jesus. Whilst mm. we've highlighted it being relational is key. Yeah. And look, if you've heard if you've been hurt by relationships, I know it's hard to do, but it doesn't mean you can't extend a good relationship yourself to others. Mm. Right? And I know there's some draining and emotional capacity in that, but always come back to God. And you know what? All those tears and scars can actually be broken before God. Mm. If being broken to your fellow Christian isn't good enough for them, screw them. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm. Bring it before Jesus. And you offer the love that you learned from Jesus in that experience to others, whether they're Christian or not. Mm. But, you know, Christian, of course, because, you know, you want to support them as well. So, yeah, just something that yeah. that I was reminded by. Thanks, thanks for sharing it, actually. Yeah. That you do raise that, you know, reality is that some people may not have, like, the most amazing christian relationships and you know hopefully this this conversation is helpful to help people you know have their hearts pointed to jesus through it and if they need to just drop a comment or hit us up and write us an email yeah write us an email yeah we'd love to read it yeah love to see how you're going exactly yeah awesome i reckon it's a great place to end man let's do it yeah that's some good stuff wow how time flies (laughs) heavy heavy hitting stuff (laughs) Cool. Thanks so much for tuning in, everybody. Yeah. Convicted Christian community, this is the place to hear it. CCC. If you've been encouraged by that, please consider subscribing. And we'll see you again very soon. See you soon.